Good morning, Rabboisai. Ah. Le'ilu yinishmasimi mirosi ruspas Mordechai l'schus akivasimcha ben Fego. I want to say first, Akkaris Atoiv. The if you look over here, Gary, take a look over here. Somebody just donated. Justin Ivry donated a beautiful menorah and a display. So Yishkoyach. Rabbi Yisai, here, here's, shh, hold on, hold on a second, Dr. Factor, you'll get your shot, hold on a second. Over here you have Rafal the barber, in one day, look what he did, in one day. And this is just some of it. Who is this? That's your son's barber. Go check him out. Go check him out. He's busy. Tyran Avoida in one shot. Dr. Fak, you had something to say before? Hold on a second. This is from Shmuel Kogos from Harvestraw, New York. My 11 year old son Yaakov started Tainus with us and is keeping up. This class has learned and reviewed 5,422 Amudim of Perak Akoinus. Since the beginning of the year, these boys made a Kabbalah. They make a Kabbalah every era of Shabbos and how much they'll learn on Shabbos to celebrate this milestone. His Rebbe, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Halperin, a fellow Shear member, MD Wire, arranged the Ritzufa Seder in Riverdale today. Sponsored by class parents without, and without my son knowing, I rented a school bus. How cool is that? A father rented a yellow school bus and had the opportunity to drive and chaperone this amazing trip. They said it was amazing being part of the daft story of your son Akiva, made a deep impression on my son. He has a newfound appreciation and respect for what learning is. Shmuel leaving Hatzala Adavit Kogus, Harvest Road, New York. Here he is on the bus. Givaldika stuff. I also want to show you. This is Chapping Arayin Schusim Shali Wasertile. Here he is at the Aguda Convention. One guy, never too young. Never too late. And just in between somewhere. Kids are hopping guys, hopping guys to learn Torah. We're starting a new Masechta. What is it? Almost a little over a week. We have to start hopping people. Siyumim. We'll talk about it maybe on Sunday. This is Mr. Weinberger. I don't know his first name. North Woodmere, MDY rep, steiging with his daughter on a flight. What's not do we have here? Um, okay. First of all, so this person I wanted to say, but I forgot to say, so that's why it's a good thing you reminded me. When I spoke the other day to the Rosh Hashiva about the Gra and he was Mcholik, he was the one that brought this up. Uh, the Gemara Megillah Daft Zainam Base says. To explain what the guy perhaps meant, the Roshiva himself brought it up. Okay, fine. Um, I started the daf with Rabbi Stefanski Tainus. It's excellent. Thanks so much for the free Gemara. I recently listened to this, Rabbi. I recently had surgery for melanoma, and the enthusiasm and energy that is produced from this shear has been the best medicine in my recovery. It's the highlight of my day, as I am homebound for the next few weeks. 
It's been so powerful that I have just convinced a friend who has never done that before to try it out. Could we possibly each get a new Gemara for Megillah? I guess he's new. Yes, when you bring a person to the shear, you get one. And the guy coming to the shear gets one. That's the idea. I guess I should explain it. By Abba Renner, I was re-watching one of your shiurim recently, the Chazer the Daf, starting of course with the emails. My eight-year-old daughter, Rosie, who is sitting in the room, pipes up, uh, you already watched the shear. <laughs> I was shocked and asked her how she knew. She replied, I recognize that email. <laughs> it reminded me that our children absorb whatever goes on in the house and in your schos, what was going on was Toira Ashrecha Abba Renert. Rebelli, I can't thank you enough. I spent hours and hours on planes since Wednesday. I was able to utilize the time to chazer over Yeshurim. I got the download WhatsApp. This is Mo Landy. Mo Landy, right now, I think he's live with a whole bunch of his chaver again. He does these get-togethers. Where is that? In Muncie, I think, somewhere. Muncie. Yes, I did fall asleep sometimes, but we learned that the ears never sleep. So he's listening to Shurim on the plane and the ears never sleep. Um, it's true, people do that. The, the, I heard stories of Gdoyland that listen to Torah while they sleep because the ears never sleep. Now I'm sitting at home. I was in the road for 24 hours, mamish straight from the time I left to the airport until I put my, I'm falling on my face. But I'll not go to bed without watching the daf. He's up for 24 hours, but he's going to watch the daf. Thank you so much for spreading Torah. You describe the way you do. Shemi Varechotcha. This one, I cannot say the name. Oh, we have to start the year already. Let's start. Okay. I only have this many left. Motzi Shabbos is going to be nice. Oh, Motzi Shabbos. For boys, I'm going to be in Yerushalayim, Lekovid, Chanukah, to be with my children in, for Shabbos, Chanukah, in Yerushalayim. So, Mela, I'm asking, uh, I would like to start the year at 8 o'clock if possible. Gives me a little bit more time to get back here. Gary saying that, what? Eight. 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 Uh, extra half hour. <laughs> I heard that. Wise guy. Okay, this Parnas HaChadish for the Koylel is Chaim from Lakewood, a real person. In fact, he would like to sponsor another month. We'll have to fit him in because the next two months are already taken. Baruch Hashem. Mesechtis Tainis is dedicated by the Kessler and Davis families of Rufush Nehmi from Miriam Metzibaz Dvoro. Chadish Kislev is sponsored by Yoyli, Lilu Nishmas' father, assistant Shver. Chadish Kislev is sponsored by Reuben Klein for his mother, Nechama Bas Kolev. It's a new Chadish starting... Sunday, I guess. Shabbos. Matzi Shabbos. I don't know when. The, the Paris HaChodesh flips. Paris HaChodesh. The Hannes brothers in honor. The Hannes Azebia, Crispin, Benazera families, and Shlomo Nazarian for inspiring us to join MDY. The MDY Matzi and Tinek in Pasei Chevra as a schus for full for the son of one our local MDY Chevra. Alti Yeshayo Ben Malkachaya, say the name. Benji Kolanji, something like that. Q99. In memory of my grandfather's yard site, Reb Nisin Ben Malko, Lili Nishmas, Pnino Bas, Reb Dov Ber, whose yard site is today, by her five grandchildren who are MDY members in three different states, but who made a seam last night together by the family yard site Sudo, Shloy Michaim Eli, Tasriel Ephraim Gwertzman, Sam Aber, Nochem Aber and families, in memory of Zeb Ben Shalom Yitzchak Alevi, whose first yard site is today, her father grandfather spent his last 30 years learning the daf. Became the focal point of his life and was an inspiration for our entire family. We continue his legacy of a smudden dedication to learning the daf and welcome Uncle Sam from Toronto to the daf. Yoimi journey with MDY. Welcome Uncle Sam. Anonymously, Zech Nishma Shlomo Ben Svi and Yitl Bas Yaakov Alevi and Zechis, Zechus, 
for a shidduch for leo nesho bas tamar. By Hiliapter, Lili Nishmasi Shai bin Yankov Yehudo, Zechreinaliv Rocha. Okay. The boys say, continue with all the stories in the Agadita, the famous Mesechtas Tainas. Today is no different. Today are the very, very famous stories. And every one of these stories is a Musar Haskell and a, an Yisoyed in life. We are holding on the bottom of Daf Chof Amud Beis. There is a Manchester get together, Matzah Shabbos, Ayn Shum. We're holding two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve lines from the bottom. Amalei Rehovah, L'Ravrim Bar Papa. Leimalon Mar, Mahana Mili, Ma'al Yuso, Dahava Ovid Ravuna. We just finished saying what was so special about Rav Adabar Ahava that Rav Huna himself needed to come on to Rav Adabar Ahava to save his wine. He had the wine in the house and he's like, Trying to slip out the wine without the house falling on him, and he used Rav Adabar Hava as, as a um, human shield. Thank you. That's exactly the word I was looking for. Words, human shield. And Rav Adabar Hava didn't appreciate it because as soon as they left the house, the house collapsed. But what about Ravuna himself? There was no. Uh, he, he wasn't a pushover. This is Ravuna, the famous Ravuna. I don't remember anything from when he was young. But I do remember him when he was already older. Anytime it was about to rain, they would, he was very wealthy, Ravuna. So they had this golden chariot, a chair. They would schlep him on this golden chair. And he would, he would inspect the entire city. Any wall that was about to collapse, he took it in his own hands, he would knock it down. If the owner of that wall could rebuild it, let that guy build it himself. You don't want a wall that's about to tumble, to tumble and, and hurt somebody as it rains. But if the guy couldn't afford it, so that was the my layer over here, he'd spend his own money and repair everybody's wall in the city. Here's a big one. Every area of Shabbos, he would send out his messenger to the marketplace, any leftover vegetable, which the fruit store can't do anything with. What are they going to do with it? It's already Shabbos. Shabbos goes today. What, they're going to sell Sunday here in Israel? They have the same issue. They, they, they don't bring produce in that much on, on Fridays. What is, you can't even buy stuff on, on Sunday, right? They're not even... There's issues. There's an issue with the stock. What do you do? I'll help you out. I don't want you to not have enough produce Arab Shabbos. I don't want you to be full. What are you concerned? That people are not going to purchase everything? I'll buy all the leftover. Now, what would he do with the, everything? Zavin love is shodilod in Hard to understand. He would toss it into the river. As the Gemara of Aleis Vladanim, why did he toss it into the river? He should give it to the poor. Says the Gemara Zim in the Samchadat Limizban. If you get the poor used to getting free fruit, they won't go purchase it Arab Shabbos. If they don't purchase it Arab Shabbos, what if nothing is left? All of a sudden he comes, oh, Aleichem. I have a friend that gets free challah from the bakery, the leftover challah. And then I saw him like literally two weeks ago. Is what? We don't have challah. There's nothing left in the bakery. We didn't get so, uh, Now what do we do? That's the problem. If you're going to be on, on freebies, at the end of the day, what if there's no freebie? So, let him give it to an animal. Listen to this. It's usher to give food that's edible by human beings to an animal. In fact, the Mughal Avram brings this as a, as a Allah. Not everybody agrees with him. It seems like he might be 
One of the only ones that says, but he says, when you go to the zoo, you don't throw a banana to a monkey. It's, it's edible for human beings. It's also, it says over here, you don't give. It's Bizu Yachlin, says Rashi. One reason. Other reason? Because Bokal doesn't want you to waste money. Eat it for yourself. So the big question is, I can't give it to my dog, but I should throw it in the river? He threw it in the river. The Gemara says, I'm in the middle of the question. The Gemara says that you don't give it to an animal, it's busy. So you toss it in the river. That makes sense. So Rashi says, because at the end of the day, it's going to go down river and somebody else will find it. Another human being will find it and eat it. But what about the fact? Now what about? Other people are. You're going to say, you could give it to your dog because anything, you're allowed to take bread. We learned in bro. You're allowed to take bread and do whatever you want with it as long as it's your tzarech. Again, going back to Shabbat, what does your tzarech mean? What you, for your need, what's your need? Your need is to feed your dog. Your need is, I used to go to this uh, um, zoo in Petah Tikva. They had an unbelievable chimpanzee. And if you tossed him the right food or you got him angry in a certain way, he'd literally do a show for you. It was a little bit of Tzar Khan. You had to get him mad, make fun of him, throw something at him. He would, he would, unbelievable stuff because he came from a circus or something. His name was Joni. Anybody remember Joni at the Zohar No, Bemis. You remember him? Emes, Emes? Bo, bo, bo. He remembers Joni. He used to smoke. But backwards. You threw him a cigarette. You remember that? Rabbi Adler remembers it. Unbelievable. Okay. I thought I was the only one. Well, you just dated yourself a little bit. Okay. But that's your tzarech. I mean, I want to watch a show now. So I'm going to give him a this. I'm going to throw him a cigarette. Then he's going to smoke it. I'm going to throw him a banana. And if you didn't, oh, he would spray water at you. Then he would take your food and climb to the top of the thing and throw it at you. Oh, it's a beautiful show. Anyway, what were you saying before? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a trefa. You have no tzarech in it. It's not for human beings. It's not for human consumption. Yeah. These are all things just to remember, these ideas that perhaps we never encounter. Well, give an animal food, it's a big deal. People take a can of, I don't know what, of tuna and they give it to the cat outside. Think about it before you do it. Leftovers, leftovers is not such a big problem. They talk about it, all these things are spoken about. Just to think about. Now I'm not passing out it's just to think. Says Gemara, let him not purchase. What are, he's getting into all these issues. The following week, the fruit store is not going to bring enough uh, food. So people are not going to have the vegetables. If Rav Huna had medicine that wasn't available for the others, he would hang up uh, the, the thing outside of his house, water also. He would be protecting people from the shadim that come if you don't wash your hands. He would... Give them water. Delay the stack and come take your water. Come take your medicine. So there's no rifta. When he would eat himself, have a pasach levave, he would open up the door. Everybody should come eat. Whoever wants food, he's wealthy, come and eat. Says Rava, I can do everything. I can imitate Ravuna to the T. There's one thing I can do. There's way too many poor in Mechayza, MMA I can't feed that many people. It's going to hit my, my, uh, my Karen. How do you say Karen in English? The principal. I don't want to go into my principal. I want to live off the, the, the interest. Now, the big problem is, not a big problem, I'm just throwing this out there. 
not really brought in the Sfarim or anything, but Mechayza was the wealthiest city in Bavel. Well, perhaps the answer is, is the wealthiest city, but also had 600,000 people, versus Rav Huna city that only had 500. So you take the, yes, they're not as wealthy in, in, in the, what, what's the name of the place he lived in, the Reikta, whatever it was called, but it was only 500. How many Anim were there? Maximum 500 Anim. When you have 600,000 people, you have a lot of Anim, a lot more than, okay, fine. And he couldn't handle it himself. Marshal? What he says? He, he has the cash, okay. But the terrors, I don't think he says. Raboisa, here's a story that every single word here makes a difference, and we should internalize the story. Not just listen to the story, okay, invite the guy, another story. This is life right here. This is one of the biggest this in life. <coughs> it's going to rock us up. It's going to shake us up to the core. Not, not everybody lived his life based on this hashkaf of this Gemara. It says Gemara, Ilfa, Rabbi Yochanan, have a gar Ilfa and Rabbi Yochanan were learning together. The Chikulu Milsa, Tuva, they had no money. Now, no money doesn't mean they couldn't afford the, 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 the nicest uh, Tesla on the market or whatever. The Chikulu Tuva means they didn't have money, to, they didn't have bread to put on the table. They didn't have money, garnished. Ami, Nekum, Venezel, Veneva Disco. We got to go work. We got to do some business. Venekayim Benafshin, and we'll be Mekayim Apostle. You yourself should not be destitute. You shouldn't be an Evian. You shouldn't be a poor. It's a chiv on yourself to make sure you are not poor. They happened. They didn't notice. There was a wall that was about to fall down. One of these shaking walls that we're talking about. They were eating some bread. Two malachim show up. Only Rabbi Yochanan heard one said to the other, Let's knock down this wall and we'll kill them both in one shot. Can you imagine if that happened? We wouldn't have the God Ador Rabbi Yochanan. Yes, it's a story in the Gemara and you could try to ignore it, but it's here. They're leaving alone, which is Torah, says Rashi. Torah. And they're going to do schayra. They're going to do business. What is wrong with these people? We got to kill them. So the other Malach tells the other one, leave them alone. One of these two, the Kaimel Shaita. It's not his time to, to die yet. And he's going to be a Gadol. Rabbi Yochanan Shoma, Ilfa Shoma. Rabbi Yochanan heard the whole conversation. Ilfa didn't hear it. Did you master hear what was going on? It says in Rashi here that Ilfa was greater than Rabbi Yochanan. I didn't hear. Since I am the only one that heard it. I'm sorry because I'm just reading into this thesis over here. So, obviously, they were talking to me. I need to turn around and leave the business and go back to learning and live like a poor person. Let me be Mikhaim, another possible. They won't stop being Evyoy Mikhaim. You know what? They're going to always be poor people. I'll be one of those poor people. Says the Gemara, we know the end of the story. Well, we don't really know 100%, but we know a little bit. 
that Rabbi Yochanan became Rabbi Yochanan the Goladar in Eretz Yisrael. And when Rav the Goladar of Bavel argues with Rabbi Yochanan the Goladar in Eretz Yisrael, halach zav Rabbi Yochanan. It's always halach like Rabbi Yochanan. God the Ladar. Imagine the Gemara without Rabbi Yochanan. It's uh, literally on every daf, right? And also Ilfa, when Ilfa was done making money, Malach Rabbi Yochanan. He was already the Rosh Hashiva. Says Rashi, when you become the Rosh Hashiva, you become wealthy. We're mechuyiv to support you, so they would throw money at him. He became extremely wealthy, Rabbi Yochanan. So he was mekayim this, and then he, at the end, look what Hakadosh Baruch Hu did him. He made more money than Ilfa. Amrulai. So Rabbi Yochanan tells him. If you would have came back with me to Yeshiva, you wouldn't become Roshiva. I would. Says the Gemara, Ilfa wanted to show Rabbi Yochanan how, how great he was. Did I mess it up? Yeah, the people said, Okay, so he says like this. This is a mast. He went up, he climbed up to the tippy top, Ilfa. And he says to the Oilam, Faher me. Give me a Faher. I know everything. I'm better than the Belz Chassid in the Kail. Ask me anything. Ask me any Brisa. I'm going to show you where it came from the Mishnah. If you could, if you, you'll tell me a Brisa, the Rebbechia. Rebbe in those days, Rebbe we always speak about them. They composed the Brises, which didn't make it into the Mishnah. And if I can't prove the Brises from a Mishnah, I'm going to throw myself off this mast, I'm going to drown. Many times, we know the famous Taisvas. Usually it means Eliyahu Hanavi. Taisvas says, not always. He proves that it's not always. Stop here, and we're going a little off. Dagata for a minute, we're going to come right back to the story. But a guy who's dying and he says, Give one shekel to my sons every Bishabbos, every week. Here's, here's what they're getting the trust fund is a shekel a week. But there's a lot of kids, they need double the amount, they need a sellah. You give them the full amount. So says Rashi, amazing. Give all the good stuff, you see it. What's the problem with these rich kids? They don't have, they don't know how to deal with life. They're spoiled. They don't know how to work. So this guy wanted to make sure that they're not trust fund babies. They're not going to sit there, eh, yeah, give them a shekel. Let them work. I, I'm not making this up. They should learn how to work. How to be productive in life. Be arvichu. And like that, they'll make some money. But he didn't want them to starve. So if they came in, give them a little extra. He did it to, to, to get them going, but he wasn't serious about it. But if he said before, I'm saying specifically, don't give him just a shekel. And if not a shekel, then you only give him a shekel. And if he says, if these children die, other people should get the Yerusha, now he meant to say that there should be something left. It doesn't matter how he said it. You only give him a shekel. So he's asking him. He's about to jump. No. Who, who do you think said this in the Mishnah? Says, This is 
the quote-unquote balabas, the guy that went to work, you can ask him anywhere. The Omar mitzvah lekayim divrei hames. It's a mitzvah to mekayim. What the May says, but boy, say I just want to pause it for a second. It's my job to invoke anger and hatred. Chasson. Somebody said one of the one of my very good friends in Israeli who doesn't doesn't know English. He comes after this year. He says I just heard you're meshuga. You said you shouldn't go to Beis Akfaris. How dare you say such a thing? I said I was calling their results. Some cipher the guy. Yeah, but there's so many breastlovers that go. Blah, blah, blah. I said, first of all, they want to go to the to to to, to I'm not I, I'm not going into that sugya. I'm saying going through the and I'm just telling you what I read and what there is. You should I myself go. You're putting yourself in a sakana. The villain going said, hey, you shouldn't talk like that. Da, 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 da. It's my job. I told him. This is what I told him. I said, it's 7:15 in the morning. The other one's falling asleep. I need to like wake them up once in a while. Here, I'm going to wake you up. Rabbi Shafeinstein, you're there. Brings this Gemara. This Gemara, that's the only thing he brings in the whole tshuva. He says, obviously, you all know this tshuva, and the guys from YU are going to be very upset at me. Da, 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 da. Don't even bother writing the emails because I was over on this myself. But I, I, it's my job to tell you what it says here. If you don't, if you eat Chol of Stam, why? Because Ramosha Feinstein said you're allowed. So Ramosha Feinstein said this also. Ayn Tain is Dafchof Aleph. He says, if you send your kids to college, they'll never become You need all your strength to learn Torah. He's going to waste his koiches also for external learnings. And he goes on. You don't say this over to anybody. So nobody say this over, please. I'm just bringing out the other side. You hold like this, great. And your shivas hold like, I'm just saying what Ramosh Feinstein says. whole long thing. I did my job. I upset a bunch of people. Now we can move on. What? Chela Gimel pay your day. Chela Gimel Simon pay base. Zog the Gemara, one of the most famous stories in Shas. Some rule of Amnochum ish Gamzu. Shoyosum Mishnayinov. By the way, before we even learn this, based on this Gemara, there's a there's a there's a famous halacha in the Shulchan Aruch that says that you have to there's a chiyuv to anything that comes across your path. You mechuyiv to say Kol Man Lo Rachmana L'Tav Avid. Nachum Gamzu was the Rebbe of Rebbe Kiva. 30 years I think he learned by him. That's, that's the Lashon of Rebbe Kiva. The famous story with the donkey and the, and the fire and the this and he didn't die from it. Okay, here's the story. Unbelievable. We can't even fathom this. He was blind in two eyes. He didn't have arms. He didn't have feet. He had boils on his entire body. And his house was even about to fall in. And his bed, the legs. He couldn't, if an ant crawled on him, he couldn't shake the ant off. He didn't have feet. He didn't have hands. So in order that the ant shouldn't crawl on him, they had to put water, his bed on water, so the ants couldn't get them. They, they said, okay, the, the house is about to fall down. Let's get him out of here. So let's get him out. Let's take, get rid of all the, the other stuff. First, get rid of everything. Then you get rid of me. 
When I'm here, the house can fall down. So get rid of the other stuff. If you want to save the stuff. So sure enough, they got rid of the stuff. And then they got rid of him. The house falls down immediately. You just proved it to us. Your words were 100%. As soon as we took you out, the house fell down. So how does a big tzaddik, tzaddik viraloi, how is it possible you don't have two hands, you don't have eyes? How, what? What's going on here? Omer lehem bonai. Ani garanti latzmi. I caused it upon myself. Shepam achas ho'isi mahalak baderek lebeis chomi. I was once going to my shviger. Vo'yimi masu'i gimel chamoyim. How do you go to the shviger's house, Rabbi Isai? This is how you go. Come prepared. Three donkeys worth of food. Echo shel machol. Ve'echo shel mishte. The coke. The, the, the whiskey. And the cakes and the desserts. Three donkeys were. Hey, you don't stop going to the shvigar. Wait, you're going to go. Let her give you food. You show up the way you're supposed to show up. Fine. Now. Not to my shvigar. No way. Seven types of meat. I'm going to bring food there. Rabbi. Huh? Comes the onion and says, please give me something. I see you have a lot of food. Only three donkeys worth. Okay, I'll give you. Let me undo my baggage here. The only didn't say, I'm dying. I have a minute to live. He said, give me some food. Okay, he didn't say no. He said, I will. But it was too late, he died. I went and I fell on his face and I said, I should have noticed, and it's the dakus of the dak. What did he do? What did he do wrong? He took a little bit more time than he could have. He should have chopped his thing open and grabbed, like Atzolah grabs the flubber, you know, whatever, the fibrillator, whatever. Grab it. He took his time. He took off the top one, then the second one. Two minutes later, he's dead. He's dead. If he would have done it in, in 20 seconds, he could have saved his life. That was the taina. I should have seen that you're about to die. My eyes didn't see and they didn't notice, and I have a chiyuv to notice on my friends. My hands didn't have They should be chopped off also my feet. I should have gone quicker. I couldn't believe it. I was in pain. I said, Everything should happen to me. I should be full of boils. That we see you like this. If this was not the matzah, then Hashem would have to punish me slightly, that we punish Tzadikim, and it's a good thing you see me like this, this is a beautiful thing, now I know, I'm going straight to Gan Eden, but my why do they call Nochem Gamzu? By the way, there's a place here in Israel called Gamzu, they say that Nochem Ish Gamzu comes from Gamzu, he also used to say Gamzu Lataiva, it was like a plain word, but he lived in Gamzu, the Komilsu, the Havasokale, anything that ever happened to him, Omar Gamzu Lataiva, they wanted to give a gift to the Kesar, to the Caesar. He could get out of trouble. He has They sent with him a box full of jewels. He went to sleep somewhere. The owners. Mamish, like in New York, I told you this, when I lived in New York, when I was a book, I don't know if they still do it, 
they're running around the street, then they have VCRs. They're selling, you know, uh, electronic stuff. You guys don't know what VCRs are. Yeah, electronic, a box of electronics. Show beautiful box. So how much is it? Usually in the store it costs $120. Sell it to you for $15. 50, wow, unbelievable deal. You get the box, you come home, you open it up. There's a rack inside. And on top of the rack, they used to, Bedafka, put a package of mustard from McDonald's. And they go, ha-ha, suckers, like that. It's not something we stole from you, but we got you. Anyway, that's what they did here. They took out the jewels, filled it up with dirt. It feels kind of the same weight. And he goes on his merry way. Says the Gemara, Kimata Hassam, he gets to the Caesar, Shahrino, the Sifta, the Chazun, and the Malafra. Hey, I brought you a present from the Jews, a box of dirt. Bomalko, the Mikdalino, the Kulu, you want to kill the whole entourage over there. Omar, Komachaychu, be you They're making fun of me, a joke. They're making a joke out of me. Give me dirt. Omar Gamzala Toiva immediately says, This, this box is Toiva. It's good. He comes and looks like one of the Romans over there. Maybe this is the special dirt of, Avra, of the Jews. It's a Jewish dirt from his forefathers. The When they threw the dirt, it became the swords. If, the, if they threw straw, it was really arrows. There was a place they couldn't conquer. They said, you know what? We, have no, we can't do anything about it. And they started throwing dirt at them and the dirt turned into swords and people got killed. They destroyed everybody with a bunch of dirt. So they go into to reward the Jew. And they gave him, in return, a bunch of jewels. The bottom line is, we see this all the time. My two mishon that I always have in my head is, I've seen it many times. People break shiduchim, even chasashom divorce. And at the end, the shidduch that they have is so much better and so much more. A guy loses his job only to find out that he makes you know, that much more money and that much, it's much easier. Gam zu letoiva. Everything, the worst of the worst. could be a box of whatever, of dirt. Dirt is better than anything else. Dirt is better than Margolias. Dirt is, is nuclear bombs. It kills the enemy. It does it. Well, what, what's uh, the king doesn't need Margolia? Who needs Margolia? He has Margolia. He just gave back Margolia. Giving him more Margolia? He didn't have this. This is better. Sorry. So now they're going back. So they stopped off in the same hotel. Oh, how did you get a box full of jewels? Nice talk, he told him. The stuff that I took from here, meaning your lousy dirt, Amtil awesome. I actually brought it to them. So they, they needed to, they needed to um, knock down their house. They wanted to bring a lot of it. If he brought one box of, of dirt and he got, I'm, we're going to bring truckloads of it. So they knocked down their house as part of the punishment. This is the same dirt as Nochemish Gamzu. They, they tested it out. They come to the enemy. They come running over to the enemy. Throw a dirt and dirt. And they go, shoot back and they're dead. Didn't work. So they killed all these people. So they lost their house. They lost their life. Everything is great. What's Dever? If you have a city of 500 people, like Ravuna City, and one person dies every day for three days straight. Turn around, if it's three times the size, 
So now you have three times the dead of the, the 500 city. Three dead people every day for three days. If they all die in one shot, it's a coincidence. People, a bunch of people died. But that's not a Megeva. If it's only 500 people, if it happens in one shot or over four days, not three days, ain't it ever? Says the Gemara, Drake Pras, that's the city of Ravuna. It had 500 people. So, Rav Nachman, the son of who? The famous Rav Chizda, he was Gozer Tainus. Omer Rav Nachman by Yitzchok comes another Rav Nachman, not the son of Rav Chizda, the son of Yitzchok. His father was just plain old Yitzchok, not Rav Yitzchok. Kiman Kirmei. The Omar Richak, the Gichoisov, Chayav, Kerri Gichoisov, like Kolchkein. So the famous Gemara in Babu Kama, Tam in Amuad. If you have an axe that, that gores three times, it becomes a Muad, Yichayav Nezek Shalom. If it's only a Tam, then you pay 50%. How many times and how many days? Tanakama says, three gorings in three days. Comes Rumeir and says, no. If he gores three times in one day, Kolchkin. It's even more of a Raya that he's a bad. And that's how they base the whole thing. They can say, Mashav Ruach, or Geshem, 90 times in one day. Because it doesn't have to be over 30 days saying Mashav Ruach. You can say it in one shot. Uh, okay, fine. So Rav Nachman, the son of Rav Chizda, the son of the famous Rav Chizda, says, You're such a great person. Why don't you come live by us? It's not where he lives. It's you or Mechavit. I, I, I used to go to uh, Letterman in Bnei Brak. Where's Rav Kanevsky sit? Somewhere in like be, between everybody. He doesn't sit. His father sat in the front. Of course, he wouldn't sit on that seat. Nobody sits in the He sits in the back. Uh, today, I don't know. He sits in the front of his room where he learns. But back in Letterman, that's what it was. She came. She calls man. She has Okay, as long as the Shekhinah is there, how long is the Shekhinah there? Rashi goes into the whole thing, that the Shekhinah is there for 10 months. All the way to Rosh Chodesh Nisa. Fine. A lot of people were asking, what was going on by the seal in Rosh Hashanah if you were there, over here? So I was in the middle of Kaddish, all of a sudden, I thought it was nice and sticky because, you know, Rosh Hashanah, we're learning Rosh Hashanah about Shoifers, so in the middle of Kaddish. But in fact, I found the Rashi, a beautiful Rashi. Rashi says, It's like eight lines before it becomes wide on the bottom. Says Rashi. You should blow a shoifer during a seum. I just looked at Rashi. I don't know. You can learn other pshatim. I'm going to get an email from that. That's what you're saying. You're worried. That's not what Rashi meant. I saw in the art scroll, he said a little different. The oil mayed was in the midbar. Uh, if a person has saras, it can't be in any of the machas, the three machas. Once you roll it up, everybody can walk in there. Okay, I hear. You don't want to come to me. Maybe I should come move by you. A hundred, the son of a fifty, 
should come, it's a mana ben mana. A hundred, you're a hundred, the son of a hundred. Your father is who? Rav Chizda. So you're a hundred, the son of a hundred. Who am I? My father is not Tachashem. My father is a fifty. I'm a hundred, I'm, I'm Rav Nachman, but the son of Yitzchak. So it makes more sense that I should come to you. It's a mana ben pras. Says the Gemara Besura Havis Devarta. There's a plague in Surah. Also, you're going to go home dizzy from the amount of information, the amount of Yisoydis in life. Unbelievable. There was a, a plague in Surah, in Syria. But in the neighborhood of Rav, the Godel Adar in Bava, there wasn't, there wasn't any, there was nothing going on there. Everybody thought, oh, oh the Galadar lives here. That's why there's no plague. Everybody that thought that. Everybody, a lot of people, got a dream at night. Boom. There's nothing for somebody's greatest Rav. We don't have to come on to him. What do we have to come on to? You're not going to believe this, Rabbi. You're not going to believe this. There's a guy that owned a shovel and a hoe. And he used to lend it out. He used to lend it out so people could bury. To get a caver. So me, the connected me, because he was so involved in the chesed. Chesed. So they saved his entire city over there. They're not going to bury the dead. He buries dead for chesed. We're not going to bury you. Unreal. Unreal. You don't have to come on to Rav, the Galadar. Boysai, I looked it up. How much does a shovel cost? $28.99. Yeah. And that, and that, and that, you don't even, you're not giving $28. You, you get it back. So the value of 50 cents. Yeah. For 50 cents, for a chesed of 50 cents, can you imagine if you give a Gemara that costs only $25? <laughs> but Rukhaim Kanevsky, in fact, says, I'm not, I, I'm not making this up. Rukhaim Kanevsky always tells people, you want to be saved from, from sickness, from disease? Give money to sick people. You want to be saved from 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 chinuch? Give money to transportation that brings kids from the bad neighbors to the good neighbors. He says this. And you want to learn Torah and stick to Torah? Give somebody else a Gemara. Help people out with Torah. Mida keneged mida. Zok the Gemara. Nice plug, no? You're looking at me. You're not, you're not taking this in. You're not being serious. For boys, you're not being serious. We got a seven days. How many people did you bring, Yosef? You're laughing and joking around there. You brought those kids six months ago. It's time to bring another guy. What are you pointing to your kid? You're working. You're working. Look, let's go back to Amadala for you. Says the Gemara. They had to go work. Working. Says the Gemara, um, it gets better. Bidraikras have us dleikso. There's a big fire, like in Chicago, the whole city burned down. But Ravuna, we know he lived in this place, Dreikras. But in his little gegant in that place, they have his dleikso. There's no fire. Everybody thought, oh, Galador lives there, no fire. Again, they had a dream. There's nothing. You think he needs to use up his chusim for this? There's a woman that was going this. She would, she would warm up her oven erev Shabbos and let her neighborhood use it. For that little chesed, she saved everybody. She, she did chesed with 
Fire? She was saved from fire. Mido connected Mido. Rabbi, I was thinking to myself, if she did fire, so, so Gemara also. Fine. Locust is coming. Gazetanisa. They're going to eat up the crap. We have to fast. Don't worry about them. These, this is, uh, these are grasshoppers that are not, they're, they're dangerous. But right now they're, they're eating. They're not eating the stuff. It's fine. Look at this picture. It's an illegal picture, so don't, don't try to put it back. Did the grasshopper come with a suitcase? What? What do you mean he's not eating? He's not eating. He, what, he came with his own sandwich? He's going to eat in a second. If he's not eating, it's because Kosh uh, is not giving him food. He's telling him not to eat. Peter Chateva, they're going to destroy a crab. It doesn't make any sense that they're not eating. The, the pigs, the PIGs, the Dover Achers are dying out. Gozetanisa. Now you're going to start asking, what does what PIG have to do with Jews? Which Jew has a PIG? The other guy has PIGs. And because they're dying, it's going to cause my flock of sheep to die. So Rashi says, there's something called the keres right over here. And humans and, and PIGs, pigs, don't have it. And because it's similar, and by the way, remember, there's the whole swine flu that comes from Chazerim, comes from the Chazer to the human being. So there's a connection between human beings and the Dover Acher. And by the way, here in Israel, the, there was one of the Sarim said, you can't call it the swine flu. That's also to use that word. They called it the Mexican flu or something. No? Remember that? Something. There's a plague in Bechoizoi. Gozatanisa. She said, you got to fast. But it's very far from us. There's no bridge or anything that could stop it. It's like COVID. Oh, there's COVID in China. Five minutes later, guy's on a plane, comes to New York. The only York has it. Same thing. Uh, uh, the, what was the plague in Europe? The, um, the black, black plague. One guy went there. They had it over here. She said, okay, all I need to do is run away to the next city and I'll get away from it. Oh, he ran away to the next city. The whole city, the next city got it. And a third of Europe was wiped out. You can't stop it. What about Israel? If the master gets a zet, certainly What if it's two places in Chutzlars? You don't have to fast. The story we just had goes to Tanisa from one place to the other. You could get from one place to another. There's trains and everything going through. So it comes out from the Gemara. In Chutzlaritz, if there's a one way to get from one place to the other, then you have to be Geyser. But in Eretz Yisrael, even if there's no Shayaris Mitsuyas, since the master has the disease, has the plague, the whole world has to fast, provided it's an entire Eretz Yisrael, have a wonderful Shabbos. Have a great day. Shira Matzi Shabbos, 8 o'clock, not 7.30 for this one week.